Welcome to Behind the Art, a podcast developed by Rockhampton Museum of Art. In each episode of Behind the Art, we unlock hidden treasures and activities of the creative sector with a focus on visual arts. Conversations with artists, collectors, curators, conservators, researchers, educators, and so many more. They will demystify the world that is visual arts. Join us as we take you Behind the Art. Today on Behind the Art, Kim Withers, Senior Administration Officer at Rockhampton Museum of Art, chats with Janice Labatt, one of Rockhampton Museum of Art's valuable volunteers, about her experience. Join us for half an hour as we explore why Janice decided to volunteer at Rockhampton Museum of Art, what keeps her coming back, and the pathways for further education and opportunities volunteering has led to. Janice is Welsh and immigrated to Australia in 1978 before becoming a citizen in 1985. Janice had an impressive nursing career spanning 44 years where she was a registered nurse and held distinguished roles such as assistant director for quality with the Australian government. Janice has a love of art which has welded its way through her life in one form or another. More recently, Janice could be described as an emerging artist through workshops and tutoring. She has been exploring the use of different mediums, painting and drawing, to build a body of work. Janice started volunteering in 2019 with Rockhampton Museum of Art, coming three days a week and helping with everything from front of house visitor services and exhibition install assistance and research for the collection. Hi Janice, thanks so much for chatting with us today on Behind the Art. So let's jump straight in. Um, Mm. So Janice, you've quickly become a valued uh, volunteer for us here at Rockhampton Art Gallery. Uh, Before COVID, you were coming three days a week and now we're down to two days a week, helping out from everything on the front counter to programming and researching. Your background, let's start there. It's not in the arts world, it's in medical. So tell us a bit about yourself. Okay. I'll start at the beginning. I'm Welsh, one of four children. I've got two brothers, um, older than me, and two brothers younger than me. Three brothers older than me and one younger than me. And two of them are in the UK and the other one's here uh, in New South Wales. Um, I was born during a blizzard, (laughs) which is quite difficult to think about here, Um, but I ended up then snowbound in the hospital with my mother for a week. Oh, wow. So my brothers didn't much like me when I came out, and I've always had cold hands and feet ever since. Right. Um, I was raised in a small village called Nelson in South Wales, Um, where my family, although they were, were all originally miners, I set up a butcher shop oh. and um, I used to work a lot with my grandfather and he would help me, oh, sorry, he taught me the art of wrapping eggs in newspaper. Oh, wow. You could have half a dozen or a dozen oh. and I broke a lot of them <laughs> trying to learn. You know, it was well before cartons but, yeah, it was wow. a lot of fun. Interesting. But he was a great man. Um, I love daffodils yes. because they're the national flower of Wales and 
rugby union is the only thing played in Wales. Right. I maintain. <laughs> the cricket people wouldn't like me. But <laughs> rugby is my favourite sport and I've been met to many internationals. Wow. Yeah. Lovely. Mm. And um, I'm a registered nurse. I'm still registered. Yes. Um, on the standby register with COVID. And I completed my training back in 1976. Wow. And I've worked as a career nurse in operating theatre. Yes. Um, and uh, nursing administration as well. Um, I married as well. Yeah. In 1976, we both met and married in the same year, so you can imagine what the talk was like. Wow. Yes, within eight months and everybody sort of in the village, particularly <laughs> sort of looking at me. <laughs> um, so now we've been married for 44 years. But wow. I only realised just recently, um, seeing some of the podcasts with the artists, yeah. that I've probably been married longer than they've been alive. So. <laughs> That was a bit of a worry. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. um, but when Roger and I got married, uh, we had decided we were going to emigrate yes. uh, to Australia and um, that application went through quite nicely and very quickly and then he broke his foot. So we had to delay for two years. So we didn't come until 78. Wow. Um but, yeah, that was a big experience and it was a, a huge adventure, not knowing anybody yeah. and not knowing what was going to happen. Wow. But there you go. <laughs> and we've travelled a lot since, both in Australia. Yeah. We thought we ought to do go around Australia first, of course, yeah. and we did and we camped and even camped in Rockhampton on oh. our first trip round. Um, and it was when we did all of our travel, it was when we realised we really wanted to go north. Okay. Yeah. Um, so in 2006, I got home and said, oh, I just heard on the radio about the next book about working in Queensland. And Rod said, I did too. No, we'll have to go. It was meant to be. <laughs> Absolutely. So that's what we did and I got recruited for the Rockhampton Martyr. Oh, wow. Um, they flew me up. Um, showed me around. That would have been special in those days. Very. <laughs> Um, and yes, I got the job there as the assistant director of nursing, um, followed on by becoming the director of nursing there. Mm -hmm. I did that for three years and then thought, no, I'm going to have a break, which I had a short break, but after eight months I went, oh no, <laughs> get back to work. <laughs> and I went to the Australian government and worked with the assessment services there in a medical group, ah. psychologists and physios. Everything, you know, all the allied health were in there. And I eventually got into management again. Mm -hmm. I couldn't help myself <laughs> and ended up as the assistant director for quality in their national branch. Wow. So pretty exciting stuff. Yeah. Travelled a lot up and down the coast um, and set up the quality framework, which was lots of fun. And then doing the teaching and everything my team did there. So it's great. Wow. But through it all, I've met absolutely incredible people. Yeah. And you know, I've had amazing opportunities everywhere. Mm. I've been very lucky throughout my nursing career. And it seems like those good people and opportunities are now coming 
with my retirement as such. I say retirement, but it, I think I work four days a week. <gasps> Something like that. So, yeah. Wow. That is, that's an incredible career in nursing. Yes. So now you're retired. You have come and you found the art gallery. Mm -hmm. uh, you're part of our volunteers. Yeah. So how did you find out about our volunteer program? Well, how I came to the gallery was I was looking for something worthwhile to do in my spare time. Right. I didn't want to just potter around in the garden. Mm -hmm. I, I loved doing that. I still wanted to do something more substantial. Okay. And having a big interest in art anyway, I thought, oh, I wonder if I can go there. And so I ended up coming to an education meeting with another friend who was an artist mm -hmm. and a teacher. And that was very early last year or the end of the year before maybe that I went to this meeting and they sat there and all of a sudden they started to introduce themselves in the circle and I'm sitting there thinking, oh, what am I going to say? All of these people are educators and their reasons for coming and I'm thinking, oh, well, oh, one of those oops moments and I'm sort of panicking a bit. But then when it came to me, I said, well, I'm here because I wanted to know what you were doing and I've put in an application to council to be a volunteer here. Mm -hmm. And as soon as I said it, um, Bianca, yep. the director, was actually holding the meeting and she immediately said, well, I haven't received that yet, <laughs> and said, speak to Helen over there. And um, make sure you get her details before you leave today. Yeah. And I went, okay, so interview <laughs> over. <laughs> and it did feel like that. Yeah. I spoke with Helen at the end of it. And um, she had me inducted as a volunteer on, the, on that Saturday after a Thursday meeting, Wednesday or Thursday meeting. Yeah. And I thought, oh, my goodness, you know, I'm, what am I going to do after this induction? I'll never remember everything she's told me. And then she told me I've got to learn about all of these artists as well and gave me a book of them. And I thought, ah. Oh. But everybody turned out to be fabulous when I came. This, all of the staff were great yeah. and said it's okay. <laughs> you don't have to do it all at once. And people were there and I had lots of questions, of course. Yeah. Um, and I'm really interested in so many aspects of art that yeah. if I see something, I want to try it. You know, I want to try it all. Yeah. And what better place to learn than in the art gallery? Uh -huh. I was like, I've got my dream job. Uh -huh. I put it on Facebook. In retirement. <laughs> and, and all these people sent me messages. Well done, what a great place to be. Perfect, yeah. you know. Ah, oh, there yeah. you go. So. I think it's so funny. You came for an an artist education <laughs> meeting, and you've you've walked away as a volunteer <laughs> a couple of days later. Yeah. Such yeah. a cool story. Absolutely buzzing when I went home. <laughs> yeah. So after forty four years in nursing um oh. you're now a volunteer at the art gallery so why why volunteer um it's always interesting to hear about why people join organizations to mm. volunteer and 
it's not something that um, I think a lot of us think about. We don't, in retirement, some of us don't think, oh, I'm just going to go and volunteer. Mm. Or, you know, they might go back into their prof- profession. So you've mm. chosen to volunteer at the, the art gallery. Why, why is that? <laughs> well, because I'm, I love art everywhere I've gone, yeah. everywhere I've travelled. I've gone to the art gallery, the museums, my husband along with me, and he's got a massive interest in museums as well. He always has. Growing up in London, he went to all of them there and in his early working life he worked outside. So if it was rained off, he'd be in the museums and he'd be telling me all about it in the art galleries. And, of course, he then took me around there in London um, on the continent, the German one, amazing. Wow. Then in Egypt, seeing them there, and it was just, yeah, you see all of the amazing art that's out there mm. and I just wanted to know more. I wanted to know more about, well, how do they set it up? How do they do it? You know, how do they get them? Mm. You know, yeah. how, do, how do people get their art on the walls? Mm. Yeah. Well, I figured this was a place to learn. You're so true. That's that's so yeah. true. You know, yeah, just just amazing. And I, I think um, I, I learned a lot more about that when I went to Brisbane. I had the opportunity from here to go to Brisbane and um, I had a lot of questions answered there, yeah. you know, how those galleries sort out painters and then promoted them. I shouldn't say painters, artists. It's yeah. was more than painting, yeah. sculptures and all sorts, and how they produced their work and how they managed to get them into the galleries. So, yeah, yeah good stuff. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that was why. Um, so from quite early on, we knew you must have liked us because you would <laughs> randomly show up for, you know, on days where you weren't rostered on and you would come and say, oh, you just needed to keep going with some research or you saw this other job to do, the, uh, you know, and you thought you would come and do it, which is absolutely fantastic. And um, I know as an, as an art gallery we couldn't function without the help and support of our volunteers. Um, And we, like, I look at it as though we get so much from from you guys coming and helping us just do the, you know, making the building work. (laughs) What is it that you get in return for that? So why is it that you value volunteering, I guess? I think for me... Particularly, it's it um, helps well feeds my need to see and learn. Yep, you know all that behind the scenes stuff. Um, when there was a change of exhibition, I was lucky enough to be here yep. when um, there were two instalments to be done. Uh, Our home by Nakima Williams and House with Erin Dunn. Yes. You know, both beautiful young women. Yeah. And so excited with their exhibition. I just felt like I was part of it as well because I was setting it up. Yeah. And that lovely feeling to be able to support those young women. Yeah. And to see them and to see them just blossom. Yeah. You know, yeah. When, when you've got open lights and all of that, it was just fantastic. And what an 
interesting experience for mm-hmm. for a volunteer to see all of that behind the scenes mm. things that that happen in a gallery. Yeah. So all the work that goes into deinstalling the current exhibition, mm. which generally happens over you know a couple of days to a week, to then flip it around and and have a completely new hang uh, through mm. the gallery. And particularly with those two exhibitions, there was a lot of interactive. Absolutely. Um, I I couldn't believe that all this sand and dirt was brought in for Nikemas and it was put down on the floor in big circles and the children from um, Wurrabinda had made their own houses and then to see the kids come in and walk around with the children and um, uh, one of them was from Wurrabinda and went, that's my house and the other's going, oh, which one? And who's in the other one? And that interaction was just gorgeous. Yeah. And then to see the children go into the house with um, Erin and that was, they were doing drawings, they were adding things, they were making houses and making all their own stuff and the excitement and, you know, the fact that it promotes art for the kids. Yeah. You know, their creative side comes out. Yeah. They come in so shy and so quiet and then the excitement gets them. That is mm. so true. They they do. T- they come in thinking, oh, what is this place? Yeah, this is going to be boring. That's exactly but, right. No, they all get into it and it's just fabulous to see. Yeah, yeah you're so right there. So let's flip the conversation mm-hmm. and let's start talking about you as an emerging artist. Mm-hmm. So what has been your journey so far? Well, it's been very fast since I joined the art gallery as well. <laughs> but in, initially, um, it, it sort of wended its way through my life in some form or another. Yep. You know, growing up, you go off to do dance and drama and piano playing was a failure. But I loved ballroom dancing. It's a uh, it was a balance for my parents and my mother particularly. Um, and then at high school I started art lessons and that was it really for me. I didn't really want to do anything else. Right. I just wanted to be able to be drawing, painting murals in my bedroom on the walls. <laughs> and, you know, I made seasonal posters for the butcher shop. Oh, wow. You know, Merry Christmas, Happy Easter, whatever. Yep. And so I had lots of feedback from that as well and studied art up until upper six which is your year 12 okay I think 18 yeah yeah and um my portfolios were history of art and painting and calligraphy and I have to say art was my favorite subject I did better in that than anything else (laughs) but you know you get there but I never had a discussion with my parents about going further with the art okay um, it was more, what career do you want? Is that how nursing came about then? Mm. Right. My mother was a nurse. Yep. And she did have said, you have to be a nurse. I just went, I'm going to be a nurse. Okay. Yep. I was happy with that. Right. You know? And um, off I went. And whilst I didn't stop with the artwork, yeah. you know, it still infiltrated quite a bit. Like once once I was registered, I was working in an ophthalmic theatre Yeah. initially and um, I was able to do the drawings for the operations that were done so that they could be used for teaching other people 
um, in the wards, like what happens in these operations. And, I mean, I was lucky enough to be doing that when the first um, cataract extraction and lens implants were done. Wow. I'm that old. Wow. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> but it is, you know, they, they were very special at, at that time in wow. 76 and 77. And then um, what did I do? I suppose that's what I call my work art, you know, okay. diagrammatic yes. yeah. um, drawings for teaching purposes. Um, and then when we came to Australia, I was lucky enough to go to first Parramatta Hospital but then transferred over to Westmead Hospital when it opened. Um, and I was there for the commissioning phase and got to commission their ophthalmic theatre. Mm-hmm. And got to do all the teaching drawings all over again. <laughs> um, and put, to, you know, together the necessary uh, learning material for the staff in uh, that area and then also for orthopaedics and for neurosurgery. Wow. And neurosurgery was where I specialised in the end. Wish I kept the pictures, though. Oh, <laughs> I never what a And I left them there in the books and the archives anyway. So um, that's what I did there. And then when I came to Rocky, obviously learning to be in a new place, I went from the public system to the private health system, which totally different. Yeah. Um, And then I had to do a lot of uh, work travel as the director of nursing, covering um, Yipun and Gladstone hospitals right. and occasionally I'd go to Bundaberg but we didn't actually cover that. Okay mm. so you've been doing so you've been drawing as part of your work mm. um, and so when did you take an interest I know you, mm. you've been doing some painting and yeah. some drawing so when did you really well, get Hooked into that. Really hooked. Yeah. That was in 2016 and it was when I met Sandy McLean at her gallery on East Street. Right. I went in there to have a look. Oh, yeah. Fabulous painting, so full of life and just amazing. And I went to talk to the lady on the way out. Right. <laughs> and I said, oh, these are great. She said, I'm glad you like them. And then I went, did you paint them? <laughs> and she said, yes, they're mine. <laughs> And she said, oh, do you paint? And I said, I'd like to. Right. But I don't. Okay. And she said, and I, and I said, well, I'm not even sure if I can. And she said, of course you can. Mm-hmm. You can paint. Anyone can paint. And if I heard that once, I heard it a thousand times. Right. <laughs> she absolutely believed everyone can paint. Yeah. So she said, you just have to learn. On Friday, I've got ladies. Morning, why don't you come? And I went, um, well, I suppose I'm not working Friday, so I better <laughs> just bring a picture with you and in the interim look online. I've got these um, little videos online. You can learn how to draw and that, bring them, did them, took them in. She went, you can draw. Right. That's the start. <laughs> and I took my elephant in and painted my elephant and all of a sudden, you know, I thought, I can paint. Wow. You know, it was, a, I don't know how long it took me or how many lessons, mm. but it was that excitement of going home and I'd take a picture home and say, look at this. And yeah. Then, you know, we moved on then to other things. Um, 
and I, I did show the world. I put it on Facebook. <gasps> and it was lovely to have my aunt, who's the artist in the family, and right. she's over in Canada, saying, you have caught the eye beautifully. And I went, oh, phew. Oh, wow. <laughs> Passed her test. Um, but then, yeah, people were generous with their comments. Oh, and the okay. encouragement that I got from everyone was just fantastic. So with my Welsh background then, I had this huge interest in uh, Welsh history and the old Welsh stories. Right. Um, the biggest one being around the Mabinogion, which is a book of Welsh stories. Um, and so I, I am working on that. Right. So a lot of my things are green as well. So, so you know, they're from the forest. And then, um, and I was looking, uh, in Britain you'll see uh, the green man mm-hmm. in a lot of places. A lot of pubs are called the green man. Okay. And it's a mythological figure from the forest and I thought no I'm gonna have a woman oh so I did a lady of the forest and she's gorgeous she's on my wall at home yeah um so that's what I was doing then and then I also took a lot of ad hoc classes I came to a lot here okay as I said I see it I want to do it yeah I made my beautiful teapot everybody laughed at me but it works I'm happy. <laughs> Excellent. Do you still use it today? Yes. Oh, I can. even better. I can. And, you know, doing poor sessions. Yep. And I still do that at home as well. Wow. Um, what else was I? I um, I got interested in uh, the early childhood learning by going to Messy Mondays uh, with Ainsley. Mondays, yes. And you've been there with your baby. Yes. But to see the, the babies and how they are, but then to listen to Ainsley, who's not just letting them mess, it's about that child development. Yep. So I've, I've looked a lot further into that and um, hopefully we'll be doing some myself um, wow. in the near future. Yeah. Uh, teaching right. young kids about painting. So... That was fantastic to do that. Um, wow. And I do sketching in the Botanic Gardens and I've uh, been to a few weekend workshops. Yep. Okay. Um, which have been a lot of fun. Down at Harvey Bay, down at Yapoon, which was lovely, um, and at Woodgate, Sandy moved to Woodgate, so I was able to go down there and Ooh. spend a weekend um, doing painting with her. Yeah. I'd always wanted, I'd said to Sandy early on in the piece, I wanted to do watercolour and pen and combine calligraphy with the watercolour. Yeah. So I went looking for a watercolour teacher and <laughs> luckily found one. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> in town. Um, and that was Andrea. And I went on an art trip with her to the Adelaide Hills. Oh, gosh. And um, we went around wineries. We did life drawing in the wineries. We did oh. on plein air. Wow. And how exciting was that? Yeah. yeah. A street painting with Alan Louis, his... Funny man, but <laughs> I mean, funny joking. Yeah. Um, and and um, he taught us a lot down there. Yeah. And, I mean, we went on Han, Hans Hasen tour. Yeah. Or Hasen, uh, his place is Cedars. We went there. Magpie Springs with Avril Thomas. Oh, She's gosh. an amazing artist. 
And it is sort of learning from those people. I went to Maggie Bears and we did painting wow. her place. <laughs> so absolutely amazing. And I'm now planning to go on another one in November. Very exciting. Oh, wow. Phew. That <laughs> is, so it seems like you, you, you dabble a lot. You, you Like you said, you, you see it and you want to do it. Mm. And so you, you just give it a try. Absolutely. Which is just <laughs> wonderful. Um, so you touched on it a little bit earlier. Um, you were part of an art immersion program that yeah. the Rockhampton Art Gallery <clears throat> ran. Um, yeah. So can you tell us a little bit more about your involvement in that program? Because yeah. I think it's it's really fascinating that we're able to provide our volunteers with with pathways once they join the yeah. the gallery. Yeah. So what was that program and um, what was it like for you? It was lovely. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, well, it started, there was an expression of interest put out for it. And I spoke yeah. with Bianca and said, you know, you've got volunteer on this as well. Yeah. Is that all right? And she said, of course. She said, you're an emerging artist anyway. Yeah. Well, I went, like, yeah, sure. <laughs> so, yeah. But I was, I was very lucky. I was selected as one of the people to go, and it was a mixed group. We had two um, experienced artists, yep. two emerging artists, one writer and a board member. Oh, so very mixed bag. I was surprised at the mix, but it was great. And Madeline Brewer was, uh, from the gallery, he was our um, leader. She kept us under control oh. with, an, with an amazing program. I thought, we'll never keep up with this. <laughs> she had us racing all over the place. Um, but the purpose of it all was to visit artist-run initiatives. Um, mm. how, how, how did they do them? How did they come about? And can we learn something and bring it back here? Yeah. So... He gave me a small insight into the Brisbane arts scene and the support that it's given mm. um, by both artists to artists and by funding bodies to artists. The artists uh, we visited were both large and small right. and we've also went to commercial galleries. So the, what I found was the artists were non-competitive. Oh. You know, they, they, be supporting each other. Wow. We went to one and we were hosted there. We learned all about that gallery. Yep. Then we went to another one and that person was actually setting up their display. Oh. And oh. I'm thinking, wow, <laughs> how'd that happen? <sighs> so it, it was interesting to see that. That, was, that they, uh, they were supported mm, instead of competitors, yeah. yeah. And the spaces were very diverse. Really? Really. Uh, when I say large, I mean three storeys high. Oh, wow. And when I say small, someone's garage. Okay. okay. You know, they, it was, we need somewhere to show our art. Okay. We'll make it happen. Right. They very much had that um, strong feel through everybody yeah and I tell you we went to that one in the garage and they stripped everything out painted the walls white put some lights in that was it wow. and they hosted a two-day show wow they put the word out that this was happening yep 
They did all their marketing and so forth. And they had writers to write their um, information for them. And they just set up a little place that if you wanted to have a drink, which <laughs> just leave a gold coin. Oh. And, and it was like, how do you do this? How, you know, how many rules <laughs> have you broken? But, and, they, and they smiled. And um, I, I asked the young lady that was showing us, um, what, what does she do? She said, oh, I'm a bit of an artist. Okay. Yeah. And she all this stuff happening. We went to um, Colette's gallery, the commercial gallery. Yeah. We walked in and it was all of that lady's paintings were hanging. She, oh. she had a solo show happening. Oh, I'm a bit of an artist, but I'm, I'm also in a commercial yeah. gallery they're space. All, <laughs> they're all very humble, everybody that we met. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, just amazing. Um, Wow. Yeah, I, I think my biggest takeaway from that, because yep. we came back and we did have an open forum with uh, four other artists when yeah. we came back here, and I had to say that the biggest thing was the amazing, amazing energy and the passion that those artists had for their work. Right. There, there was such a commitment to it yep. and a commitment to sharing it with the community, mm. and the community wanted that sharing. You know, oh. it was just an amazing experience for me. That really is yep. lovely, isn't it? Mm. That there was this the supply and demand type yep. of um, deal happening. Very um, much so. And, and within that as well, I saw where the volunteers fitted in that. And that yeah. was something that I brought back as well. Um, <laughs> it's not so, necessarily something that you think about as well. Oh, no. And I just said, well, what about volunteers? Oh, students, not all. Of course. Why, why don't we yeah. have students from university? Yeah. They had second and third year students coming yeah. and they would um, uh, look after the galleries. Mm -hmm. uh, they could speak a little about it, the, the shows that they were putting on, or they would go and get the artists themselves. Um, but I thought to myself, well, I don't know that we've ever... Um, looked at it for the gallery here, mm. but it made sense to me that um, it would do them mm. a world of good, really. Yeah, that's right. You know, right. it would help to feed their learning. Oh, absolutely. As well as, you know, we benefit from their learning as well. Yeah, that's that's so, mm. so true as I think sometimes the perception of working in a gallery, the reality of it is yep. completely different to what that perception actually is. Absolutely. And, and you do need to have people who have a commitment to uh, customer service. Yeah. You know, that cliche word. But, <laughs> but it is very much that, a commitment to that. Yeah. Because you want people to come, you want them to have a really good experience when they do come. Mm. Um so you do need to go that extra step if something's not quite right. Yeah. You know, make sure that you correct it for them or That's right. Move them through happily. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Because there is a lot that happens mm. um when you first open. Yes. You know, and as a volunteer you can go to the openings, you can participate there. Yep. Um 
working behind the bar, handing the food out, <laughs> whatever. And again, that's a commitment to yeah. making it a really good experience for our visitors that yeah, come in. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, Janice, it has been an excellent chat this afternoon. It's I always find it so insightful, people's um, journeys mm. for volunteering and um I think it's wonderful that as part of our volunteer program, we can provide you with so many opportunities yeah, that people absolutely. don't necessarily think about. Um, That's right. So thank you once again for sharing your story. Behind the Art is brought to you by Rockhampton Museum of Art. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider subscribing as there will be more releases every week. And if you want to catch up on previous episodes, you can find them at the Rockhampton Museum of Art website or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook for all the latest news and information about the Rockhampton arts community and exciting new developments coming soon. Thank you.